0: HD Smartcast.
1: You are listening to Health Shots brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hello everyone, welcome back to another She Slay's Champion story. This week on She Slay's, we have with us Varnita Paliwal. Varnita experienced debilitating panic attacks during her teenage years. Failure in an examination and the breakdown of a relationship precipitated this anxiety. However, her situation got much better after she sought help for anxiety. Having been through anxiety and depression, she now is a mental health warrior who blogs about mental health. She is working towards dismantling misconceptions associated with this topic and aims to spread valuable information about the same. Come, let's listen to this fighter's story.
0: Hi, my name is Vannata Paliwal. I'm 26 and currently I'm a full-time blogger based in Mumbai. I run a blog called The Anxious Girl, which primarily focuses on mental health. Its aim is to disseminate information about mental disorders and the importance of mental health in our daily lives. I started this blog after I was diagnosed with anxiety and depression in October 2019. So after I was diagnosed, I think the first reaction I had was a sigh of relief because whatever i was suffering from so long whatever feelings i had whether it was anxiety or whatever symptoms i was having i finally had a label to it that okay you have depression and anxiety and that's the reason why you are having all the symptoms that you're facing so i was actually quite relieved after i met my doctor the first time because honestly for me at that point of time it was the best thing that happened to me because there was finally someone who understands my pain And I don't have to explain much to that person, by the way. That person knows it all. So I took the diagnosis actually pretty well. Like I already said that I was desperate to actually get a label to whatever I was having. I know that I was suffering a lot. And it wasn't a shock for me when the doctor told me that you have depression. Because I was facing all the symptoms of it. And somehow I slightly had a hint that I may be having it. Because see, it's like that when you don't know the problem, how will you know the solution to it? But once I got to know that, okay, I have depression. Now I know what the problem is. So yes, we will find a solution. And I was in safe hands. My doctor put me on medication. She recommended me therapy. So I was like hopeful. I felt like, okay, maybe now I can actually recover from this. So after my parents got to know about my diagnosis, so of course they weren't very happy. They were worried about it and how it actually happened to me because none of our parents know how, these things work. We are hardly educated about it. Even I wasn't very well aware about how it happens, that it is not my fault. So even my mom thought that it was kind of a failure for me, that I was unable to control my anxiety or my depression. But with time, they have also learned with me and they are still learning with me. So the hardest part of the journey was to accept myself the way I am. Understand that recovery will take time. It is not like I go to the doctor and... She put me on medications and everything is uh, cured in one week. It's not like that. It is going to take time. I had to accept the fact that, okay, my injuries may not be visible, but it's there. I had to convince myself first of all and treat myself accordingly. I was being too harsh on myself. I was pushing myself more and more. So I had to tell myself that, no, you need a break. You need to take time for your recovery and things will fall in place, but you will have to be patient for that. At the same time, dealing with parental pressure was a huge task because my parents wanted me to resume my studies immediately and it was absolutely not possible for me because I wasn't able to concentrate. There were many things that I was not able to do but like I said, the symptoms or the wounds of depression are not visible. So the people around you, they don't understand or maybe not try to understand that it is tough for a person to even sometimes get out of the bed. So, very similarly, even my parents uh, expected me to become normal suddenly and then resume my studies and everything, but I just could not. But then, because I wasn't able to do it, because I wasn't able to recover as per their expectations. So, of course, they were upset because of it. Probably the, the last thing that I would want to hear from someone around me that you will never be okay if you don't do this or that or something like that. So, even after when I was done with accepting myself, it was hard and challenging to cope up with the expectations of my parents and dealing with them. Of course, there were other challenges as well, but then no matter what it was, being in therapy helped me a lot. So no matter what problem I was facing, I always had my therapist to go to and talk about things. Although there have been many, many days when I felt like I don't think I can do this and I felt like I'll never be okay. I think that's one of the symptoms of depression. That's what exactly happens you feel completely hopeless but then if I have to choose like one incident when I felt completely like giving up then it would be probably when I had my relapse because it had been a while since I started feeling better a few months let's say and then suddenly again all of my symptoms started again my anxiety uh, rose and uh, I had this urge to cry again and again and then i was feeling so irritated and i felt like screaming a lot so actually i screamed i i weeped i i weeped a lot my parents were there with me and then my dadi was also there and they were like that what is happening why is she crying so much it almost felt like that someone i know or i love has passed away but nothing had happened It was just that I wanted to cry as much as I could. So fortunately, by then, my parents had become a bit more aware or educated about my feelings and everything because that was the time when I had already started my blog and I started talking a bit about how I felt and everything and how things were exactly not in my control like they thought they were. So they consoled me. They were like, okay cry as much as you want to or they were like trying to comfort me as much as they could so yeah although that night was difficult but it became a bit easier because I had my family members around me trying to help me out but yeah I can't deny the fact that it was actually very scary for me to face all those symptoms again but thankfully I had my doctor with me, my therapist and she put me on medications and And I had to convince myself that it is just a phase and it will pass. And it did. So I am proud of myself for not giving up because I know that it was tough, but I made it. Most part of my journey, none of my friends actually knew that I was going through depression because I did not feel like sharing it with them. Reason being that I felt that I will have to explain it to them because they'll have a lot of questions And I did not have the energy to answer any query that they may have regarding what is going on with my life or about depression. Because first of all, I was trying to understand myself, accept myself the way I was. So that was a much more difficult task in itself. And uh, at the same time, like accepting your weaknesses or your problems is probably one of the difficult things to do in your life. At the same time, like even if you accept it yourself, then accepting and acknowledging the same thing with someone else. At the same time, I have always been this person who never easily showed her weaknesses to people. So for me to acknowledge the fact that, okay, something's not going right in my life because already there were a lot of things that were not going good. So adding one more thing to it was something difficult for me to share with people and uh, hence I chose to not share it with my friends. I just showed them the good part of me like okay I'm running marathons, I'm running a half marathon, I'm doing long distance running, this and that. So I was just trying to show that good part to everyone but then there was a lot going inside me and I never shared it with my friends. But when I shared my feelings with my friends, when I told them about my diagnosis, It wasn't actually that bad. I did not have to explain much to them. And I think by the time I was much more comfortable with my feelings also about whatever was happening with me. But at the same time, I did not, whatever I thought in my mind that it is going to be that difficult or they're going to ask so many questions, this and that and whatever. It wasn't like that. I think overall they have been supportive. They are the reason behind why I'm able to afford therapy, which not many people are able to. There have been many significant lessons, of course, from my journey, like many, many. I'm just going to share a few. So one of the most important one being that it's important to accept and love yourself because uh, till the time you're not going to do it, you just cannot expect others to accept you because many times we're like that. Why don't they like me? Why don't they do this and that? Or they must be feeling bad about me. But actually, we feel the same about ourselves. So it's very important to First, uh, take the time to understand yourself. And then the second thing is that we don't have to wait for the worst possible outcome to happen in order to seek help. We don't have to wait for that. If you feel like that something's bothering you or something's not going right in your life or you need help with something, then don't hesitate to seek help. It's as simple as that. Asking for help doesn't make you weak. This is a very, very important thing that I've learned. Because most of our life, we're like told that people who ask for help are the people who are not able to do things by themselves and therefore weak and that's why they ask for help but it's nothing like that so if one is suffering no matter what trouble you're facing whether it's for your homework whether it's for your exam or whether it's uh, for you asking for help for your mind asking for help is just absolutely normal it has to be normalized it doesn't have to be stigmatized and another important thing being that It is okay that you are not at your best always. You don't have to be. It's okay to have times when you don't feel good, you don't feel at your best because that is why we are human. We are not perfect people. The graph of our life is not linear. The graph of recovery is also not linear. You will have bad times, you will have good times. So you don't have to feel bad for it. That's how the journey of your life is. So everyone has his or her own share of ups and downs. So it's absolutely okay if you are not your most productive at times. It's fine. You don't have to be too harsh on yourself and just give everything a break. Give yourself a break. Take your time and things will slowly fall into place. Yeah, so to everyone out there, I have just one message that, uh, you know, self-acceptance is the most difficult step of this journey. And if you're courageous enough to do it, then nothing in this world can stop you. If you are suffering, then don't hesitate to seek help. And you are enough. You deserve all the love. You deserve everything and more in this world.
1: So this was Varnita's story. A true she slays fighter indeed, isn't she? We hope that her story inspires you and encourages you to take better care of your health. If you too have a story to tell, then do write to us at healthshots at the rate and let us tell your story to the world. Till then, stay tuned in and don't forget to like, share and subscribe to She Slays. This is your host, Chai Dabas, signing off. I will see you next week. Till then, take care and keep slaying. You were listening to Health Shots. Brought to you by HD Smartcast.
0: HT Smartcast.